Welcome to the Simplify to Multiply podcast, where we help you simplify your business so ultimately you can multiply, grow, and scale your business that you to the level you desire. I'm your host, Mark Blomley. Thank you for joining me today. Today is our very first podcast. I've decided to kick this podcast off to really hone in on a topic that is close to my heart, that is close to to something that I've been thinking about for a very long time. It's something that I've been reflecting about as a business coach. It's something that I continue to work with clients to develop, to think about, to grow, and that ultimately is going to help them to grow and scale their businesses. Now today, as this is our very first podcast, what I wanted to do is just simply to introduce myself and to go over exactly why I'm passionate about this topic. So for the last 15 years, I've been a coach and entrepreneur. I originally started out in the health and fitness space. I, I worked with people from the, eight, um, from the ages of about six or seven. So I was working with children through to people in their 80s and 90s that were trying to get back on their feet um, after they've undergone major surgery and that sort of thing. But I think my, the highlight of my fitness career was really working with high-level athletes and helping them to really to focus on and achieve the results that they're looking to achieve. What my approach as a as a running coach in particular in that space was always to really look at how can we simplify a runner's program? What are the key elements that a runner needs inside of their their weekly program that's going to lead to the results that they want. Because what I found is that, and we're talking about long distance runners here, what I found that is that runners have a tendency to want to do as many Ks as possible. It's not unheard of for high level, long distance runners to be accumulating 200K a week. That's a huge amount of impact on someone's body. That's a huge amount of Ks to be doing and it's a huge amount of of time that needs to be put into running. What I found is that I can simplify that, even at the most elite level, to around about 80 to 100K a week. So effectively, halving the amount of output by increasing the quality and ultimately it led to my runners being less injured, which means they can essentially keep training while the other runners would get injured more and therefore um, ultimately they're just sort of doing that yo-yo effect where they're, they're really ramping up their volume, getting really, really high, doing a lot of stuff and then ultimately they hit a wall and, and they stop their activity. It's strange though, as I've moved into business coaching and I've seen this within my own business as well, is that we often overcomplicate our business and we often we often try to do too much which means that we're scattered and ultimately it leads cannot often lead to us self-sabotaging and stopping all of our activity altogether i think if i look back at my career as a as a business owner i can definitely see when this has occurred and if i take my last business for example i i kind of i started it out as a really niche sort of a, a, a concept. I had a really strong, I had a, a, a one focus, I had one target market 
focus. That was on runners. Doing strength and conditioning and running coaching for runners specifically. So we're in the gym, we're out on the track. That was the key focus. That was the target market. There was one, there was one or two, there was two product options. You could pay $70 a week or $120 a week. Those are the only two options I offered. And then this was back in the days of Facebook organic really being a, a key sort of driver of traffic. And that's where I found my traffic. I, I committed myself to posting regularly um, and, and really making that the source, single source of business growth for my business. And what I found is by dialing into one channel for one particular target market is this grew. This grew dramatically. And it kind of grew to the point where even I was pulling people into my business that were up to 30K away. And that's, to be honest, that's unheard of inside of inside of any business, that uh, inside of any fitness business, that people are actually traveling that far to come and see a fitness professional. Ultimately, though, what I found is that that actual market had what would I change? I don't know if I what I could change. Ultimately, it's a, it's a very difficult business structure in itself, and it's very difficult to make money, particularly in a very niche area like that. So ultimately, what I tried to do was um, essentially complicate my business model. I created I then created a focus on fitness, and that's where my time and attention started to go into that. So what what did I see there? I saw a growth in in the fitness side of things, but ultimately the the strength and conditioning and running side of things plateaued or in effect it started to go backwards. So while one thing started to flourish, the other the other stopped flourishing. And what I needed what I found I needed to do in that space was hire more staff across both areas. This then created more complications in the fact that I was trying to grow two areas at once. I was trying to marry, now manage staff in two areas and ultimately trying to run two areas and, and take sales and that sort of thing as well in both of those two areas. In other words, the complexity got greater. My margins actually started to drop because I had to employ so many people in different areas that the margins on what I was actually doing was significantly reduced. And ultimately, I, was a, I, I wasn't happy. I, I was really, I just didn't like my business anymore. Initially, when it was just that singular focus, that singular mission, and that singular target market, I, I ultimately, I grew it while I had a full-time job. And I was able to do that because it obviously was coaching outside of hours, but it gave me real kind of zest for life. I, I really enjoyed what I was doing. I was, I was making great money. I was happy. Um, but as soon as I started layering on that second layer of complexity, that's where things broke. That's where, where my business got too complicated, where and, and yeah, ultimately, that's what, that's what led to, to me wanting to get out of that business. But, and, and yeah, essentially, that's a, that's a different story. But that's, 
that's kind of what's led me to where I am today in talking to you guys, to putting this podcast out there. And I guess my vision is to continue to assist people and really to to help business owners that are in that sort of that space where we get so many new ideas as as business owners and we want to implement and try new things and and adapt and innovate and do all of those things when in effect that is great in the beginning we need to there's a, there's an element of that of needing to find a strategy or a resource or, or something that that, that we find needs is going to work. But once we've found that thing, we need to evolve ourselves to focus on the key actions that are going to drive our business forward. We often get mistaken as business owners as we're creating the business for us, when in effect, the business is its own identity. And we need to recognize what we need to be for our business at any point in time. In the beginning, yes, the, the, the single singular focus that we need as a business owner when we have zero dollars coming in, our singular focus is what is the fastest way or what is the singular way we need to bring in our first client? We need to answer that question first. So always consider that in Essentially, what we're trying to do is drive leads and sales. That's where our time needs to be in our business. That phase hopefully lasts a short period of time because the faster we can dial that in, the faster that we can get that 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 really focused and the faster that we've found that way that we can drive forward, that's when we need to pivot our business. We need to start thinking about how do we scale our marketing in that one channel, how do we scale that? And then how do we shift our now focus to making sure that we're continuing to bring in sales? And then obviously, we also have to have, to have a focus on that delivery component. So anyway, that, that are my, those are my thoughts today. That, that is where I am coming from. That is a, a little bit of a background about me and why I'm passionate about this topic. And look, I'm going to be going through the way this podcast is going to be rolling out. Um, hopefully, I'll be doing interviews down the track. That, that is a goal is to do some interviews down the track. Another goal is to, to look at some of the case studies of, of, of organizations that have really simplified in order to be able to multiply. And another key focus is, I guess, talking through some of the discussions that I'm having with clients because I I am a business coach this is what I do day to day I speak to clients I help them to 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 dial in a lead generation strategy to help them with their sales and help them ultimately with how their model sits so those are some of the topics that I'm going to be talking through as they come up with clients as well so that's me I want to thank you for joining me today. It's it's been an absolute pleasure having you as part of the part of the podcast, part of jumping in and uh, and um, and downloading this. But I do want to invite you to subscribe to this channel because my mission is to provide you as much value as I can through here. Hopefully, you get as many insights as possible um, because ultimately, what I want to help entrepreneurs do is 
to grow and to to get those those golden nuggets that they can essentially implement inside of their business and and look to multiply and scale. Until next week, I I want to wish you a great week and I can't wait to speak to you soon.